officially welcome to another episode of Stormcast, and I have an announcement to make. This is day 14! Yay! This is day 14 for me since I first experienced symptoms that indicated that I may have caught the novel coronavirus. I am so thankful to have made it here. As you can hear, I sound a lot better. Um, I sound a lot healthier. It has been quite an experience, and I... The last few days of this actually were arguably actually some of the tougher days for me of this um, experience because I felt that even though my energy levels were getting better, I was very frustrated because um, I could dip very suddenly. I would go from feeling super happy, super energetic, very excited to do things to feeling quite sick. Yesterday I developed quite serious nausea out of nowhere. I don't know where that came from. I was really fatigued, really tired. Um, and it's just been a reminder to me to take it easy. I'm used to being a very physical person. I'm used to being able to deal with a lot of things. Uh, you know, I'm used to, to being able to do a lot. And this period has shown me that there's a lot that I cannot do and that my body has been through something and I need to give it time to recover. But I am so incredibly thankful. Now, having said that, I was also so frustrated yesterday thinking about my experience with this thing and of course the experience of other people who I've been talking to who are having to deal with this alone. Now for me, because I, I, I had pretty much very mild symptoms of this thing and it never progressed to anything that I felt I couldn't handle, even when my shortness of breath kicked in, I was able to stop myself from panicking. I just watched it. I tried not to do anything to trigger the same thing again. Luckily, I've uh, been a very active person my whole life. I'm an athlete. Um, I do a lot of working out, a lot of exercise. So my lung capacity, I guess, is pretty decent. So it wasn't a life-threatening thing for me. And it certainly only felt like that at first when it showed up because that, that did scare me. That was, I, I can say it now. I can say it now. I was scared. I was afraid. I was concerned. I was like, my God, this thing can really go from, oh, you're okay, you're fine, to boom, you can't breathe, and that's it, it's a wrap. So so that was worrying. Now, at the time those second set of symptoms developed, I called the 08000 Corona hotline again. Now, before I go into my frustrations thoroughly, let me just say again that I fully, fully, fully commend and salute Lagos State for how proactive they are trying to be with this, how on top of this disease they're trying to be, especially knowing that the numbers are going to escalate over the next coming weeks. We are now in a lockdown officially while well, everyone else is joining me in isolation because I've been in isolation already for two weeks. So it will make a month by the end of this lockdown period that Lagos, Ogun State and Abuja are experiencing. I salute Lagos, well done. You are doing the best that I think you can to an extent. But that is to an extent. Lagos State informed us, everyone that attended at the AMVCAs, that they were exposed to the novel coronavirus and that they should call in. Several of us called in and were never attended to. We were never called back. There was no contact tracing done to reach me and I was a presenter on stage. I was on stage at the AMVCAs, so no one can even say they didn't know I was there, they were unaware. How much work did they do? How much work did they do to actually contact trace every single person? Now I say this because I called twice. I called when my symptoms first showed up. I called again when the shortness of breath showed up because that one scared me. Because I thought if I really need emergency help, I want somebody to be able to come and find me. I want the relevant authorities to know what is going on because this thing is real. 
this is very real i'm not someone that falls sick very easily and usually i brush it off i carry on with work i'm like oh it's okay eh, small cold i'll just i'll be okay this was not something i could brush off i couldn't be on my feet for more than 10 minute stretches at a time at a time i'm someone that does supersets in the gym i work out for a good full hours like exerting all that energy and then i still carry on with my regular day jobs and i have multiple of them depending on the day depending on what's going on so for me to be in that state that was actually quite alarming and for me to reach out to lagos state and no one showed up that was really worrying but no problem let's say it's because i have really mild symptoms because that's the excuse i've been giving lagos state that you know what people with mild symptoms who don't appear to need hospital help don't use up hospital resources that's okay do you know the number of people that have been trying to reach lagos state that have not been able to reach them or they've been trying to reach the ncdc that have not been able to reach them that are showing very severe symptoms that their fevers were really really kicking their asses excuse my french that's completely rubbish and then for me to see obviously news that's breaking you know david had 31 of his people tested 31 people are you joking like are we really being serious right now when there are other people who were definitely exposed and who should have been contact traced anyways in the first place that were not dealt with, they were not attended to. And I've already started seeing reports of people who've come out, big shout out to Ayo who told her story and saying how they are not really being attended to at the isolation wards. And I can understand that perhaps they're really struggling. Maybe that's what's going on. But goodness gracious me, for you to be okay with testing so many asymptomatic people that didn't necessarily have confirmed exposure. Meanwhile, people who did have confirmed exposure and started showing some kind of symptoms they were not attended to, that is a frustrating thing for me. But you know what? We thank God I'm on my day 14. I'm coming out of it. You can hear my voices. <clears throat> affected again but it's okay i'm i'm feeling much stronger my energy levels are up i'm really really good but i'm really concerned at how nigeria is picking and choosing who to test i know the whole world is doing it i know the whole world is doing it to an extent because i also looked up the case of um coronavirus case 67 in south africa he's actually put up a whole um youtube video about his experience and i'm sure i'll go to youtube as well he's put up a video about his youtube experience about how in the states all the doctors told him he just had a regular cold the number of people that i had sent me a message be like oh it could just be this do you not think that i wanted it to just be a regular cold do you not think that that was what i was trying to convince myself of in the early days go listen to the first two recordings i was like oh you know maybe but you know let's hopefully hopefully but as it progresses you're just like man this is not like the cold and kata I'm used to. This is not like flu I'm used to. Even malaria, if I don't show yourself by now, this thing is insidious and it's dangerous. Anyways, that's on the one hand, okay? that That's pretty much <laughs> the vent I wanted to vent. The other thing as well that I'm really worried about is this lockdown and how it really is going to affect um, a lot of people. There's so many people going online because there's no light. Nigeria, how far this light? You know, anyone who has ever worked with me knows that especially on radio i always go back to this light matter when we're talking about oh we progress this we're doing that i'm like yeah cool 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 but do you have light though it's 2020 when was electricity discovered and we're still in this position and now we're in a worse position because we're in a situation where people need to be grounded at home they have to be at home to stay safe but they've gone out and they stocked up their fridges they've stocked up their homes and you haven't provided them light so all the food stuff that they use their last money to buy will go bad it is it is unfair truly the country we live in is i mean it's a difficult place at the best of times but my goodness my goodness i'm just going to take this moment to say everyone where you can help out please do help out if there's any way you can help people with food rations whatever it is help out i also know that the police are out on the street doing the most 
I am a full supporter of using force to get people to obey the law if they are adamantly refusing to obey the law, especially, uh, most especially, or particularly in this situation, which is so life-threatening. It is so life-threatening for so many, especially because of the, the volume, the numbers we're looking at. And when you consider the fact that we don't have a real healthcare system, it's just not there. We don't have a healthcare system. We have a makeshift thing that's been cobbled together to attempt to deal with what could potentially be a huge crisis. I pray it doesn't. I pray that Nigerians are just so tough and so hardy that all of this is going to roll over us and we'll come out on the other side and be like, ah, go far, 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 far. And people will not be traumatized. But there are so many people that don't have access to any kind of big basic healthcare. Most of us, we don't. Most of us, we don't. And then you're going to add this sort of pandemic, this epidemic on top of that. We're in for a tough time. It's, it's, it's about to be really, really wild in these streets. But the police are supposed to be letting through essential services, right? People who are delivering food, um, medical and media, uh, security. I guess those that really, really cannot do their work from home that are considered essential police are supposed to let them through as far as i know from the president's directive because i watched the announcement and i followed up with the directives that were sent after your id card should suffice from your place of work apparently the commissioner of police for lagos odosumu i think let me just check his name odumosu lagos cp odumosu apparently went on tvc news this morning to say that even id cards will not suffice to grant medical personnel movement rights on the road are the police going to look after sick people? What kind of irresponsible, reckless talk is that at such a severe and serious time? I know media personnel, friends of mine, my colleagues who are being challenged when they're going to work. Do you think they actually want to go to work in this sort of crisis? Do you think anyone really wants to be dealing with that when there's so much concern and fear about health out in, in, in the world? And yet you have the temerity to go on television and to jeopardize these people's lives and careers with that sort of reckless utterance. If that was going to be the case, Commissioner of Police, perhaps you should have said that before Lagos went on lockdown so that the relevant authorities could have printed whatever dirty letter you people need to see. What is the difference between a letter and, 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 and ID? Is it a letter that will make it different? What do you need, a blood oath? Listen, Nigerians, we need to, we really need to start acting right. We really need to start acting right. Please tag every relevant authority that you know right now, because these are frustrations I'm expressing. I'm so thankful that I'm coming out of this in one piece. I'm coming out of it pretty well and still spitting fire like I do. But you know how many people may not make it out? How many people are really struggling right now? And this is the start. We need to do better. That's it for my Stormcast today. It's a short and a brief one. I have other things to do, like clean, <laughs> make sure I don't get reinfected, rest a little bit because I got up really, really early. But I just wanted to share those few thoughts with you. I made it to day 14. I'm thankful. I am very frustrated at exactly how the testing is being carried out and how much help and assistance is being given to people that actually need this help and assistance. And I'm terribly disappointed in the way that the police are acting on the streets right now, especially towards those who are medical personnel, who are essential services and who need to get through to do their jobs. You are going to need them in the next couple of weeks. So you better start acting right now. Thank you. Storms out. <laughs>